Hello. Hello. <laughs> Welcome back to another episode of Settling Down Podcast. I'm your host, Alexis Carr. And I'm Zach Carr. And we back, baby. Can you sit back a little bit? Is this okay? We are currently recording from the comfort of our couch. And we are such beginners to the podcasting world to the point where we only have one mic it's like a blue yeti snowball mic so we're kind of just sharing it out of one i'm literally just like passing it back and forth between my mouth and zach's mouth but you know what we might uh graduate up to the whole two mic system that way we can sit on opposite sides of the couch instead of just right on top of each other yeah we're getting a a nice little cuddle session every time we record yeah it's date night maybe i'll just like hold it right between us hopefully that's fine now we can get into our topic for this week, which is pretty juicy, if you ask me. We're over talking about the wedding and honeymoons. Like, all right, let's get past the boring stuff and let's get right into the juice of <laughs> the juice. Deep in the juice. <laughs> um, yeah, today we are talking about what is considered cheating when you're in a relationship. Dun, dun, dun. So this is like a pretty, this this topic is like, there's a whole spectrum and range of what people consider cheating and what people think counts as cheating and what kind of sparked this idea. Obviously, this is something that a lot of people deal with and, you know, have to take into account if you're in a relationship. And I listened to a podcast from this other dating um podcast that they kind of went over cheating and like they went over like what counts as cheating and stuff pretty similar to what we're doing tonight but as I was listening to it I was getting kind of like pissed off and angry because I was like what the hell like what what the hell kind of advice is this this is ridiculous from two like single girls not in a relationship talking about cheating and what counts and what doesn't and I was like okay girl that is so easy for you to say that you're going to be chill and lax in this one area just because you're not currently in a relationship i was like things change once you're in a relationship it doesn't have to do with like trust or like if you're a crazy girlfriend or not like things just things shift your idea ideas and ideals around what you think boundaries should be in a relationship just shift like you just never know until you're in it yeah and i mean cheating is one of those things too that i feel like everyone has some experience with if you started you know dating or whatever back in like high school you know having like boyfriends girlfriends back then like I feel like anyone that has kind of like gone along that journey has either been cheated on or cheated on someone like there's not very many people that don't get away from that yeah definitely so Zach what does cheating mean to you so when I kind of like think of what cheating is, I I have like kind of like a three-pronged approach to it and they kind of like overlap each other a little bit and they can be completely separate, but I feel like if any of these happens, it's kind of considered cheating. That's like if you do something that you wouldn't want your partner to do, like that's mm-hmm. an easy like if you're in a situation imagine your partner in that situation and how you'd feel about it. The other one is breaking like any boundaries that you've already communicated with your partner and like set with your partner. Um, And then lastly, like seeking any 
physical or emotional, you know, kind of fulfillment out of someone else. Yeah. That you should be going to your partner for. Yeah. I mean, damn, you really got all detailed with that <laughs> definition. Can I'm going to talk about what cheating means to me, but while I do that, can you look up like the dictionary meaning of yeah. cheating? Like obviously like not like cheating on a test, but I'm sure there are like different types of cheating. I don't know, could could apply. But I would say what I think cheating means, it's just it's anything that you say or do that disrespects your partner and your relationship's trust and intimacy like that's how i that's how i think of it and obviously that's like a very umbrella definition but like i feel like that's just like a good thing to think to always think back on on like okay what are my actions right now is this disrespectful to my relationship's intimacy and like my respect towards my partner but okay what's the the merriam-webster definition Uh uh-huh is to be sexually unfaithful. But there's also like to violate rules did not dishonestly mm-hmm. to practice fraud or trickery. Like <laughs> trickery. The tri- you, you can definitely practice trickery in a relationship. Uh, I'd be pissed if you practice trickery often. <laughs> I, I'd be pissed if you were a fraud. <laughs> <laughs> or, if you were uh, fraudulent. The last one is to position oneself defensively near a particular area. In participation of a play in that area. Anticipation. That's what I said. No, you said participation. No, I said anticipation. We'll have to listen to it. Well, listen back. I promise you you said participation. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, the rest of them are very just like... Wait, what's that thwart one? To elude or thwart Thwart. by... As if by outwitting. (laughs) That sounds sketchy to me. If you're thwarting in a relationship, literally fuck you. So the example of thwarting that they give (laughs) is to cheat death. Yeah, that's pretty, that's pretty intense. I mean, that's, that's a thwart if I've ever heard heard of one. Thwarting, is it thwarting or thwarting? (laughs) Did I say thwart? (laughs) Like fart? Thwarting. I feel like this podcast is really just going to help us pronounce words properly. (laughs) I feel like we we mispronounce words very often or we get tongue-tied and just like say words completely wrong but like i think this podcast is really going to help our vernacular i don't know if it's really going to help but i'm sure we're going to get called <laughs> it's gonna out it's going to be magnified we... <laughs> by a lot um okay that's interesting what's interesting is like the whole what was like the main cheating definition for a relationship like breaking uh, the fidelity the, yeah, no unfaithful about, yeah sexually unfaithful yeah being unfaithful and that's interesting because it's still such a broad definition and so i think one thing that i want to make sure that this like episode sheds light on is that because cheating is such a broad definition it's so important if you're in a relationship to like have these conversations to put down those boundaries and like define for yourselves what counts as cheating like what you consider cheating what your partner considers cheating you guys just kind of like coming to like basically an, a mutual understanding and we'll kind of go into like at the end of this episode like kind of how to lay down those boundaries and have those conversations but i just wanted to premise with because it's such a broad term literally anything can be considered cheating if like 
if your partner feels disrespected. Yeah, and I, I mean, cheating also isn't consistent from relationship relationship to relationship. Yeah. Like, some people might feel that something is cheating while others don't. And mm-hmm. oh, it absolutely, really yeah. comes down to what you and your partner decide and communicate. And yeah. setting those boundaries ahead of time before finding yourself in those situations where one person is uncomfortable with something that the other person did yeah and like don't let any of your girlfriends or guy friends tell you like oh no like this isn't sketchy or like oh you're overreacting like if you're like truly hurt about something and you can't shake it and you feel like extremely disrespected like you have every right and you're completely validated and feeling that like just because someone else wouldn't be butthurt over that situation doesn't mean that like you're not allowed to be so like always keep that in mind like if this breaks your own boundaries that you have decided like you know what not a big fan of this type of situation or like your actions in this situation you have every right to like be upset over it so don't feel bad if something is considered cheating in your book and it's not in someone else's book so don't even worry about that or yeah don't don't trust because like i know i'm crazier and more strict than most girls out there but like guess what i communicated all of that to zach and like he understands and like that's okay like i don't whatever and we'll we'll go more into like each of these topics and you'll you'll hear about just how crazy strict i am but like i literally don't give a fuck so it is what it is (laughs) yeah and i think also it's important especially for guys to if one of your buddies is like not going or like participating in something because it oversteps the boundaries of his relationship. Don't give him shit for that. Like it calling someone a pussy or whipped or whatever over them making a decision to do or not do something in prioritization of their relationship. Like that's like a high school thing to do. Yeah, and if you're seriously that worried about your guy friends calling you names and thinking that you're whipped in your relationship just because you're saying no, and then you, like, give in to whatever they're pressuring you into, like, literally grow a pair, bro. Like, nothing is more respectable as a man than a guy who, like, truly respects the person that he's with. Like, trust me, it's not... Like, there's nothing that's a bigger turnoff for a girl, like, in a girl's perspective than a guy who just, like, goes along with whatever the guys are pressuring him to do. Like, that is, like, some pussy-ass shit. Like, and when I see guys like that, that, like, oh, but it's bro time and he just, like, you know, they're giving me shit for, like, not wanting to do this because of that. Like, okay, then go have your friends suck your dick. Like, (laughs) right? Like, that's, like, crazy to me. Like, I understand, like, obviously friendships have a role, but, like, if your friendships are ever threatening or, like, making fun or poking fun at, like, the boundaries of your relationship, like, be a man and grow some balls and, like, stick up for your relationship like a real man. Yeah, I mean, especially, like, as I've gotten older, and I feel like most guys, as you get older, you realize the importance of just, like, sticking to your morals and, like, standing up for what you believe in, so, like being a pushover like that's really a bitch move oh totally i mean and obviously same thing same goes for girls too but i just feel like 
guys are more prone to falling into that pressure because yeah. guy friends kind of like are a little bit more like pressure a little bit more like that yeah so anyways <laughs> getting off my little soapbox and we can get some flack for that one so sorry for calling all y'all pussy ass bitches <laughs> it's it's not an episode unless i don't call listeners names so <laughs> let's get into it um i made like a list of different sketchy scenarios that could possibly be considered cheating so let's talk about strip clubs like full-blown strip clubs like i'm just thinking about it from like a female's perspective and like my man is going into a strip club we're not talking about like guy strip clubs just yet but we can get there um yeah strip clubs basically a guy is going into a strip club where girls are walking around with titties dancing on a stage in a pole there's lots of nudity there's lap dances there's back rooms where you can pay some more money for like you know special lap dances personally i've never been inside a strip club um don't really think i'll ever step foot in i don't i don't really think there will ever be a moment where i will step foot in one i'm not sure but i i've seen movies <laughs> i know what it's like but um i don't know what are I guess, do you want me to share my thoughts on if, if like, I think... A yeah, you go strip, first. If I think a strip club is cheating. <laughs> um, personally, okay, in past relationships, I always thought, like, oh, yeah, if you go into a strip club for a bachelor party, like, yeah, whatever, like, have fun. Like, it's such, like, a bachelor party thing to do. Like, I don't care. But I think in those past relationships, I was just so wanting to be like a cool laid-back girlfriend just because there are so many different insecurities and other areas of that relationship that just like weren't working and I thought I was making the relationship work better by being a more chill girlfriend and laid back by being okay with ship clubs but when I was in when I got into my relationship with you like that changed a little bit (laughs) and it wasn't because it came from a place of not trusting you like I never ever think you're ever gonna do anything intentionally to like hurt me or anything like that but I think just the way I look at ship clubs like I I think I would consider it a level of cheating and I would consider it definitely crossing my boundaries like that's like I've decided that's a boundary that I put down and I discovered that boundary of mine after Zach went to ship club at a bachelor party and I realized after the fact and I was like "Mm, did not like that and I feel x y and z and I communicated that to Zach and he heard me loud and clear but I don't know I think the reason I would add ship clubs to that genre of cheating essentially just I think that my I take my and Zach's relationship very like our intimate lives very seriously and it kind of just makes me feel sick sick to my stomach thinking that Zach is seeing like other private parts and other bodies that belong to other women like in person when I'm not there and that just kind of doesn't feel good to me like that's why I think it's like crossing my boundary of just like okay I don't feel respected in that situation just because like I give him my body behind closed doors and 
it's very clear that I take that very seriously because it's just like a me and him thing and then for him to just be out and about and just kind of like cheapening that intimacy that we share behind closed door closed doors kind of just bothered me a lot (laughs) and it's just gross (laughs) and it's like like I don't know I just bottom line and like without justifying it too much like I just don't feel good about like Zach just being in a place where everyone's just objectifying other bodies that that aren't that it's not my body (laughs) (laughs) yeah I mean for me coming into like our relationship and you know just my opinion about it is there's a lot of people out there who like are okay with that um there's even like couples that go to strip clubs together and stuff but the time that i went to a strip club that lexi is referring to is actually the only time that i've been to one so i don't know i i didn't know exactly what to expect but come to find out that i'm just i'm not a strip club person in general like i paid him to say that <laughs> no it, i mean it's like I'm holding a knife up to him right now <laughs> no, i'm just kidding <laughs> i i just don't have the mentality for it after that incident that's like a boundary that i agreed to set with lexi that you know that's not something we're going to do in our relationship and i'm completely fine with that um for me and what kind of like got me to that conclusion kind of based on the the criteria that i mentioned earlier on what i consider cheating like we set that boundary now so like i'm not going to break that boundary Mm -hmm. but even prior to that like i feel like it's kind of like a level of seeking like physical fulfillment from other women in a way like even though you know nothing's supposed to happen at strip clubs like just seeing that and like the whole environment like i don't know it it just feels kind of sketch and honestly like i you know i have christian values and i feel like that's kind of like going to strip clubs is kind of contradictory to that yeah definitely and i feel like it's anything but innocent and i just feel like the media and society and your friends and stuff I feel like everyone just tries to really justify the innocence of it and I think it can get hidden and disguised as innocent and harmless through bachelor and bachelorette parties of just like oh it's this but it's like bro you're still in a relationship you're still getting married like you said that this is your like free ticket to like I don't know weirdly get off on other naked bodies like that's just weird to me honestly it's like I said this is all just like my own opinion everyone's different like everyone's okay with that like we're just totally fine I'm just speaking from my own experience and then obviously it goes into different levels too where it's just like okay you're just there with a group of friends and okay you're just like physically there inside the oh my god I can't talk inside the strip club or are you paying for lap dances like are the girls like giving you lap dances and it's like okay like that's another level we're just like okay we're just having fun and like oh my friends bought me this lap dance blah blah blah. and then there's another level of like oh there are back rooms that you can pay for (laughs) and then who knows what goes on back there it's like is it still harmless like I don't know there's just so many unknowns and if there are just like too many question marks and blurred lines and 
you're not sure if this is gonna like upset your significant other like the best thing to do is just to not do it if there are any question marks yeah and even like outside of a relationship i've always like been kind of like confused by this because like you're paying money to at best get blue balls like (laughs) I, i don't know i just the whole concept of strip clubs has never really made much sense to me that's true I feel like that's another good argument where it's like if you were going to strip clubs and like paying money, be like, okay, great. Well, you better be paying me money too. (laughs) Like, where's my money? (laughs) I've been doing a lot more to you than the the strippers that are giving you blue balls. Damn. (laughs) Yeah, it's it's a whole topic. I understand that's like a whole culture and like to each his own. And and like you're saying, like, what would you do in that situation where you were at a bachelor party and people are giving you shit for being like oh, I don't want to go to the ship club. Because, like, I feel like a lot of guys, like, truly fear that. Oh, yeah, and I'm, I'm positive that happens. But I don't know, I mean, especially, like, with us being married and stuff, I, I don't see how someone, like, has that boundary set is going to, like, be a pushover and give in to that. Yeah. Kind of like what we were talking about earlier. Like, I don't know, you got to value when you're in like a good healthy relationship you're gonna value that relationship over you know your friends giving you shit and making fun of you yeah definitely and then like the the podcast episode i listened to they're talking about like how they're like oh i never want to be that girlfriend who's holding their man back from going to the strip club with his friends like never want to be that girlfriend i was like listening to it i was like i literally have zero problem being that girlfriend because i'm just like i know i'm not jealous i know i'm not insecure of my body i know that i'm secure in our relationship and i trust you but just because i don't want you like being in a strip club just because it's icky to me doesn't mean that i'm insecure and we don't have trust in our relationship like that's not it at all and like you know me too and like you know i trust you you know i like I think it's, like, the opposite. You always think that, like, the more secure, at least for me anyways, in our relationship, you think, I always thought, like, the more secure I was in a relationship, the more laid back I would be in terms of those things because, like, I trust you, but I don't say it's, like, the complete opposite, but I'm still kind of just as, like, "Mm, nope, still got these boundaries. (laughs) Like, I don't know what it is. I'm just, maybe I'm just too obsessed with you and don't want to share you. (laughs) I'm okay with that. (laughs) um okay we'll jump on into our next sketchy scenario that could count as cheating um porn watching porn getting off and jacking off to porn i would say it's not my favorite thing to think about my partner watching porn and getting off to porn i feel like it's kind of falls into the same category as going into a strip club where um you're looking at other bodies that is not my own and fantasizing about it and sexualizing it and using it as a way to like yeah sexually please yourself I mean even though you're technically not doing anything physical I think just the intention of it is still could be hurtful to your partner Because at least, like, speaking from a girl's point of view, like, it's more common for girls to be a little bit more comparative and insecure about our bodies. And then, of course, when you look at porn stars and what those bodies look like and 
what the sex is in porn like like that's not I'm never gonna look like that you know I'm like I'm never gonna like bend in those ways and like you know have that type of sex and just like my body's never gonna look like that like so I just think like it's hard for girls to kind of get past the whole I'm not comparing you though like this has nothing to do with you like that type of argument from guys when girls like typically do approach guys of being a little hurt and upset over them watching porn so I would say this category does count as a boundary for me yeah I for me I don't know I personally I kind of see more of an issue with the strip club than porn just because like you're actually going to a physical place doing something like actually like physically being somewhere doing something paying money for it yeah like real life (laughs) where yeah like porn is something where it's like private and like i mean it's very overly accessible (laughs) online so it's not like you're like paying money for it so i don't know i mean personally if you were watching porn like that wouldn't bother me too much yeah really i don't know i i guess like it does kind of open a can of worms though because it's like like the next step after that is like well what type of stuff are you watching yeah and that's like like you said that's a whole other can of worms too because everyone has their like fantasies and just like i feel like i I feel like fantasies in your mind like your sexual fantasies like don't always align with what you actually like physically in the bedroom people's like sexual fantasies in terms of like the types of porn that they watch or just like their typical things that they like to watch in porn like don't always translate into like real life of like what they actually like in the bedroom so yeah i mean like you said it does open a can of worms because i i think it just it presents a whole other situation and scenario where your partner can be insecure or feel like kind of disrespected but yeah i'd say like this is a really blurry one too like well like you said trip clubs a little bit more concrete whereas porn is a little bit more like i understand that people are a little bit more like flexible with porn but if like if your partner's watching porn like every single day and like you know watching porn jacking off before you even like get to them to like hang out with them that's kind of concerning <laughs> yeah that's and like i wouldn't have an issue with it yeah or if like the person's out of town whatever but like personally i would feel a little hurt if like like rewind back to like when zach and i were like just dating like if you knew like friday night's date night lexi's coming over and then you like watched porn and jacked off before i came over and then you weren't able to like hook up with me that night because you're like meh like you already (laughs) like had your nut like i feel like that wouldn't be cool yeah no that's true but i also think guys can rebound from that too where like they could do that before and it's not going to be an issue when you know for like having sex later but at the same time like i don't know i mean i would just much rather have sex with you than watch porn so (laughs) yeah and i think that's the point that like a lot of girls try to make like they kind of like compare the two of like well you have me like why aren't you just like 
being intimate with me and you prefer porn over that so then that opens up a whole door too of like girls thinking that they're not good enough in bed and they're not good enough to fulfill these fantasies and etc well what i was gonna say is like of course i'd rather like have sex with you than watch porn but like guys i mean especially like when i was younger and stuff sometimes you just got to get that nut yeah like you just got to get it out (laughs) (laughs) jesus okay but what do you do now if you gotta get out that nut i mean i'd tell you that i want to have sex with you (laughs) no but if i'm not here i mean i've got my little spank bank (laughs) (laughs) zach has saved up like photos i've sent. we haven't told anybody this (laughs) zach has saved up like photos i used to like used to i guess i should send you photos again when am i ever feeling cute though um just like you know little little sexy snapchats and stuff that he always just like screenshots and he has it in like a little private album i might cut this out too who knows this is really this is really revealing (laughs) (laughs) but see ladies like that's just proof that like he doesn't absolutely need porn to like jack off just send him sexy pics Tell him he can work with that. You know, have fun with it. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, um, kind of transitioning out of porn into OnlyFans. Like, I guess there is types of porn that you can pay for, but OnlyFans is definitely, like, there's a paywall also. Like, what are your thoughts if money is involved? <laughs> money exchange. See, I, I mean, kind of like we already touched on, like, I feel like, if you're paying for it and like, I don't know, OnlyFans is, it's more intentional. Like you subscribe to like a specific person, right? Yeah. And you subscribe to their like specific content and you pay for it. And then sometimes you can even pay more for just like more like personalized content is what my understanding is. Yeah. That's, uh, if you're in a relationship like that, shouldn't fly in my opinion no not at all like the second money is involved that's just like even sketchier like that's yeah that's just that's sketch to me if i like looked at the credit like it would make me sick to my stomach if i looked at like your credit card statements and saw like porn sites and only fans like <laughs> i could i can't even put myself in that position of like a girl in a relationship where she's like happening upon that i couldn't well especially like now that we're married we just like went over our our whole finances together and stuff like imagine like being married and like seeing like a charge on our joint account for like only fans or something oh my god i'd be pissed i'd be like okay then i gotta go buy these new shoes (laughs) (laughs) um okay moving on to something a little bit more quote-unquote harmless what about a work wife or a work husband which i feel like those are terms like that are very often used like so say say i have like a work husband and a comma work husband where it's just like you're both clearly in relationships but then you kind of have like a friendship at work but then you like label it work husband or work wife or like you're very close at work and like kind of act like a couple but like not do people in these situations actually label it as that i've never like like, oh my god this is my work husband this is my work wife but i i don't know i feel like 
I don't know if it's like more common amongst single people or like I know that people have used that term with people like who are in relationships. I don't know. What are, what's your thought on that? Like what if I had a guy at work who was married and or in a relationship and was like super tight with him like constantly texting him and like but like being like oh no we're just friends he's just my work husband i feel like people use that term work husband to kind of like friend zone somebody but i don't know what are your thoughts on that i wouldn't be cool with it i mean anything labeling someone else as your husband like i'm not down with that yeah but I understand that there's going to be things that, you know, like happen at work that talking to your coworkers, like it's like only your coworkers are really going to understand like the point you're trying to make or whatever you're talking about. But there just shouldn't be something where, you know, you like outside of work, where you're having to talk to this person about, you know, like any issues or anything that like thoughts, feelings that you have. It's like, why, why aren't you having this conversation with me? Yeah. Or even just like seeking relationship advice from the opposite sex too. Yeah. Like that's, that that's where it can get a little hairy. Like I understand the intention behind it. Like at least from speaking from a girl's point of view, like, guys are hard to crack like y'all are your brains are or something else when it comes to like relationships and dating so i understand like seeking advice from a guy and be like oh what does it mean if x y and z like i get that and sometimes that can kind of like open up the gateway to more like walls down type of conversations and more transparent conversations that like sometimes should be just only had with your partner but yeah, I've never been a fan of, like, the whole work wife or work husband terminology just because I'm, like, like you said, friendships are one thing. That's completely fine, um, like, platonic friendships, but the second you label it like that, it's, like, huh, what? <laughs> like, I'd be pissed if you're, like, oh, yeah, so-and-so that I work with, like, she's basically my work wife, like, and I'm, like, who's this bitch you're talking to every single day, eight hours a day? you're labeling your work wife like screw that i yeah i mean prior to this conversation i didn't even know that was like a label that people like in those situations used to like refer to each other like i thought that was just something where like you know like the little chisme around the office is that so and so is someone's work wife you yeah. know yeah I don't know. I haven't had too much experience with that either, but just curious because I know that people still still throw that term around. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Okay, kind of along those same lines, let's go into emotional cheating. So, what does emotional cheating mean to you? I don't know. Like, it's... we kind of had this conversation before where like physical cheating, like obviously there's like either do something sexual with someone or you don't, you know, Mm -hmm. emotional like is much more like blurred lines on what I feel like could be considered emotional cheating. And obviously like sexting or something where like, if you're not like actually physically having sex, but like, 
Yeah, I don't you're think talking sex, dirty with someone no, like is that like I don't emotional think that cheating? No, I don't think that counts. That's just being a, a scumbag. <laughs> <laughs> well, get, give me some examples of emotional cheating, because yeah, I I have a hard time like defining what that is. I'd say emotional cheating is like maybe you have a friend of the opposite sex, and then that friendship really got a lot stronger, and you're closer to the point where you're confiding in that person with like any situation like maybe you'll start off with oh maybe like i said opposite sex it's easy for girls especially to confide in guys because you're wanting that male perspective with like any relationship issue that you're dealing with or questions so maybe you can start off as that but then it turns into just like consistent confiding whether it's the relationship or personal life your feelings and emotions and then that turns into like really building a trust and bond with this person to the point where you're texting them good morning or texting them good night like anything that happens in your day you're like oh my god I have to tell so and so like so just think of like the emotional bond that you have with me throughout the day and like how much I cross your mind and how much you talk to me and how much you share with me but like replace that with somebody else and there's nothing physical going on there's no sexting like maybe there is like maybe you do exchange i love yous and like you do exchange like just your deepest like thoughts and feelings i think emotional cheating is just like sharing things with someone of the opposite sex that you don't already share with your current partner yeah i mean in my opinion like that relationship and communication that you have with your partner should be deeper than you have with anyone else like you should be able to talk with your partner about anything and express feelings or whatever it may be and i don't know maybe if you you feel like you're having to go to someone else for that that's just a sign that you shouldn't be with that person if you don't think you can confide in them for all of that yeah i agree like you shouldn't be with that person or like you just have a lot to work on and do like i asked you remember i was like would you rather be cheated on emotionally or physically so like after i explained emotional cheating to you at least like my take on it like do you change your answer because i know you answered physical well, when we talked about it before, I, I said I'd rather be che- cheated on emotionally yeah. than physically. Oh, you did? Yeah. Oh. Oh, no, no, no. Yeah, that's what I agreed. mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, that's what I mean. Um, no, but what are your thoughts now after explaining emotional cheating? If Would you still prefer emotional cheating over physical cheating? Yeah, because if it's something emotional, like that's something that can be worked on. Like we said, when it's physical, like that's something that actually like happened that you can't like take back like yeah Yeah. i'd rather it be emotional than physical like honestly like if i there was like some level of like emotional cheating going on then i would in a relationship i would think like all right this can kind of like let's see if this is something that can be fixed yeah but if it's physical for me just like my mentality with that is like if it's physical cheating like it's done right then and there oh absolutely because it's coming back from that yeah in my opinion yeah because physical cheating is obviously like the main 
definition of cheating like that's what everyone thinks about when you think Mm -hmm. of cheating yeah because i'm like you can't take that back and then every time i'm with you intimately like i can't unsee it and unthink that like yeah that's just and if you and if you do work through that as a couple like power to you because that's just that takes so much work in rebuilding that trust like and that's only the amount of like work and effort and energy that you're going to put into it if you like you really want to work on that yeah. relationship because i'm not going to sit here and be like oh once a cheater always a cheater or like if you cheat like there's no coming back from that like it's going to be hard but if you really want to salvage the relationship and it's meant to be then like obviously everything is like could be worked on if both parties love and care about each other enough to do it yeah. like i i completely believe that okay going into we just have like a couple left but okay how about if you're going out to a bar without your significant other and you're flirting and dancing no making out no physical stuff but you are basically acting single without crossing physical boundaries besides dancing this is one kind of like I, I put this one kind of like in the like porn slash strip <laughs> club realm where like there's uh, I mean I there's plenty of people out there who don't see that as an issue I kind of like I morally like kind of don't see too much of an issue with it but for me it's going back to my my boxes to check like i would rather you not do that so i'm not going to do that yeah and that's just kind of like the boundary that i feel like we have set there so like if we were to cross that boundary then yeah that's cheating oh yeah absolutely i completely agree like i would hate to like see you out doing that or hear of you doing that and it's different than like ignorance is bliss like if i don't whatever i don't know won't hurt me because like i know those situations are the same too like you could have like the whole ship club situation like you could have easily just lied to me not told me that you were at a ship club and i never would have found out and i never would have been hurt by that so it's like those are those those situations and same like that's how i look at you know going out to a bar like i trust you like i've never like once thought of you as being like flirty towards other people or like new like thought for a second that you'd ever be like that other relationships i can't really say the same thing like that would make me sick and i didn't trust people that went out so i kind of like got overly like controlling over the situations but yeah i'd say in our relationship i wouldn't want you going out and flirting with girls and harmless dancing and stuff with them and Hence, like, I'm not going to go out to bars and, like, flirt with guys and let guys dance with me. Like, and that just doesn't appeal to me. Like, like I said, when you're in, like, a relationship and, like, a happy relationship that just, like, you know, you don't want to risk anything and you're so, like, into your person, like, you're not even going to want to dance with other people or talk to other people. It's, like, dating, like, being single and dating is already exhausting. I'm, like, why would I want to, like, continue to dabble in that? well i'm already in a relationship like i've been there done that i've done the hard work (laughs) like i've done all the flirting and dancing a girl can do like i don't i don't 
have I don't have any desire to revisit that life. Well, and I've been in relationships where, you know, the boundaries that were set in that relationship, this was acceptable. And I, you know, at the time, like I didn't really, because that was the boundary, I didn't feel like I was doing anything wrong, but I was definitely like getting something out of that that I wasn't getting in the relationship. I mean, it wasn't a healthy relationship to begin with. And it was more just like, that fun kind of like that chase kind of thing where like i i mean i never cheated on the person i never like did anything physically like immoral but like we said that it was okay to like dance and be flirty at bars if we went out with friends and stuff and like so i was like no no holding back on like that part of it you know and that was something where like yeah I, I mean put me in a situation like that in our relationship like yeah i wouldn't feel the need or the want to do something like that because yeah. we have that kind of fun together yeah and every relationship is different like some people in relationships like are tra- like that's a turn on for them like some people it's like it would be a turn on for me to see you at a bar like flirting and dancing with another girl because some people are just into that because they're like oh my man is wanted and he's attractive and other girls want him so it's like that's why in this situation it's very like it's up to you and your partner like you figure out what you think is okay and then even to like don't be afraid if you put down if you're like hey like this is okay like I think I might like be into it might be a turn on like or I'm just like really comfortable and I trust you and I'm okay with you flirting and understand that it's just part of the culture of going out with your friends and having fun, go for it. But then if you decide like, ooh, actually maybe I don't like that and I'm going to put down this boundary, I would say like, have a, like, I feel like both parties in the relationship just need to be mature in those situations and be okay with backtracking and taking back those boundaries. Like, cause these are really like touchy situations and if someone changes their mind that's completely okay it doesn't mean that like if you make your decision you have to stick with it forever like of course I understand like integrity and you know sticking by your word but in these situations like sometimes they kind of have to be trial and error type of scenario yeah and just I mean with everything that I feel like we've talked about communication is key for all of this and having those conversations yeah absolutely okay last one if you're on a break, does anything that we just listed and talked about that could be considered cheating, is it still cheating if you're on a break with your partner? Breaks are stupid. Like, <laughs> I've been in relationships where we've gone on breaks and stuff, and that really... If you're going on a break, you should probably just break up. But... <laughs> Uh, if you are on a break and you, you know, like are physically intimate with someone else or, you know, do any of these things that we talked about that are crossing over those boundaries, I feel like that is cheating because like that, yeah, I, I feel like when together. you, when you're on a break, like that's to work on like yourself and figure out exactly what you want, like in still in the walls of that relationship Mm -hmm. 
Like I, otherwise you'd just break up with the person if you're wanting to do all that. Yeah, exactly. I think in those situations, if you're on a break and you use that as a, use that as an excuse to go hook up with someone else, like that's not what a break should be. A break shouldn't be like for you to go like basically cheat. Like it's not like a hall pass to go cheat essentially. Like at least like it shouldn't be. And if you are using a break for that, like Zach said, you probably should just break up or like there's just some other things to work on. But like the bottom line is just to have if you're going on a break, like have that conversation of like, okay, if we're going on a break um, for X, Y and Z reason, like what is essentially like allowed physically or like emotionally or whatever? Like, are you creating a dating profile? Are you texting like someone that you kind of had a crush on before you met your partner like because that's emotional cheating too like what what does this mean and who knows maybe you guys do decide to just kind of like allow each other to flirt and dabble and see what else is out there in those types of break situations but I don't know I just if you're going on a break like I think you should just 100% focus on yourself and figure out what you want out of that relationship and then if it's not that person go ahead and break up and then do everything that you wanted to do just Mm -hmm. so you're not cheating and hurting and disrespecting this other person like then that whole relationship would have been for nothing yeah i just feel like if you're if you're on a break you're still in in working on that relationship like if you're not in that relationship for that period of time then you were broken up yeah or if you do if you think you want to break just so you can like flirt and dabble and see what else is out there and see if like the person that you want to be with is actually the person then just break up and then just get back together like there's what's wrong with that if it's meant to be it'll be like yeah like why even just like entertain it with that break title because then i don't know i think every time someone hears that it's like okay so you guys are technically still together it's like i don't know if you want to dabble around just break up and then get back together if you think it's gonna work out like there's no difference the only thing is that like you're just kind of respecting the other person a little bit more but if you guys go on a break and you're like oh this is a sex break then it's like okay you do you (laughs) (laughs) if that's even a thing i don't know just made it up yeah (laughs) but all in all I think just everything we just listed and talked about, like, it's just best to always remember to clearly and calmly communicate whatever it is that your boundaries are in a relationship and what you feel is appropriate or not appropriate, respectful or not respectful, cheating, not cheating. Like, at the end of the day, it's just you and your partner in the relationship and other people don't really shouldn't have a role in that. And so... You have every right to feel what it, whatever it is that you feel in terms of, like, what you feel is sketchy in a relationship or not. Yeah, and I feel like this is, you know, setting those boundaries and kind of, like, picking the other person's brain is something that can happen pretty early on in, like, the dating relationship stage. Like, you can kind of get a feel for someone's thoughts on these boundaries, like, even before you're, like, boyfriend or girlfriend, I feel like. You know, like there's ways that these topics can kind of be like worked into conversations. Oh, yeah, totally. Just being like, hey, have you ever been cheated on? (laughs) Or like, just, yeah, 
things like that are like oh yeah and then what do you think is cheating or like what's the sketchiest thing or, or most hurtful thing that anyone's ever done to you so yeah if you want to like bring up those conversations maybe like direct them more towards them of like oh what type of situations have you been in like how has someone else or a scenario made you feel and then that just kind of like opens up the door to having that conversation and just kind of going back and forth on what either of you considers to be cheating or not but yeah and that's a great point because like as we were talking about this topic coming into this i was thinking about it and like from a guy's perspective you definitely like if setting these boundaries comes up like before going on a trip with your boys or uh in a fight or something like that then that's just going to seem more as like the other person trying to take control of what you do rather than working together as a team so just try to like dot those i's and cross those t's like beforehand just in like a regular conversation rather than like leading up to like a lecture leading up to an event or like a fight after one of these happens yeah i agree like it's it's super hard and sometimes fights are gonna happen over these situations just because it is so touchy and subjective to the person in the relationship but just seriously try your hardest to be as clear and like honest as you possibly can without getting emotional and angry and having it turn into a fight because no one likes to feel attacked no one likes to feel um like criticized or that they're a bad person because that's not the goal your goal isn't to make the other person feel bad about whatever their beliefs are whatever their actions have done to you like that's you guys are on the same team here like the goal isn't to put the other person down just more so to communicate like what you feel like this healthy and happy relationship should look like and if this person's actions and you know scenarios that they're putting themselves in are kind of jeopardizing that level of happy and healthy relationship that you want to be at then like they deserve to know so just kind of position it in that angle of like let me help you like help help me help you and just making our relationship good and loving and something that we both want to be in instead of just coming at them be like blah 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 because it's not you versus him and it's not you versus her etc it's like you guys are in this together kind of said it better (laughs) all right well we'll go ahead and wrap that up um dang that was we covered a lot that was a lot and i'm sure we can even just like have a whole other episode covering even more just because this topic is so dense (laughs) yeah yeah and i mean what it all just boils down to is setting those boundaries with your person because different people are going to feel completely different from how we feel about these topics. Yeah. And we're completely aware of that. Like our relationship doesn't need to look like every single other relationship out there and that's okay. And like, I know we're going off about strip clubs and porn, at least like I am, but, and like, I know I'm a little bit more strict in my boundaries in my relationship, but that doesn't mean that I, like you need to feel bad if your boundaries are a little bit looser than mine or like you don't need to be feel bad if yours are tighter than mine like it is what it is everyone's different yep we're not gonna judge 
Nope. All right. Well, thanks again for joining us for this episode of Settling Down Podcast. Make sure you follow us on Instagram at Settling Down Pod. And we're on Twitter too at Settling Down Pod, but um, haven't tweeted there yet. But still we'll get, get to it. Give us a follow. Why not? And then, yeah, our website's launched. I still kind of have to like do little bits and bobs here and there, like just fix it up. But she's live. It's settlingdownpodcast.com. And please make sure you like this episode and download it and subscribe to us on Spotify. And I think we're on Google Play too. I haven't figured out how to get on Apple, Apple Podcasts. But yeah, please subscribe. Please rate us on Spotify. Let's let's get us let's get us in the rankings. (laughs) Perfect. All right. Catch catch you guys next week. Toodaloo. Bye.